episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. It's always fun going into an episode laughing. Just having a few gigs and chucks off the air before <laughs> before you get gigs on. Gigs and chucks. Yeah. <laughs> gigs and chucks. Yeah. Um, hey, some balloons, some balloons going down in Alaska. You hear man, about that? last week we were talking balloon, balloon talk. Yeah. More balloons. This week, this week, this week we got UFOs. Is this what we're thinking they are? Of course not. But that's actually what they refer to. It's a, it's an unidentified yeah. object right now. Yeah. 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 Um, well, you know, I picked a movie cause it was, it's Valentine's day. So happy Valentine's day, everyone. This is not a Valentine's day movie. Listen, man, it's pretty romantic. It is romantic, though. It is romantic. But it's listed, it was listed on, like, Wikipedia as, like, a, a holiday movie. Like a... Well, that's nuts. A Valentine's yeah. Day movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was a little bit disappointed, but it, it is it is a romance. Uh, this week we are talking about Return of the Living Dead 3. Yes. Uh, did we do two on the show or no? We did, and it's actually one of my least favorite episodes we ever did. Uh, and I don't have many, but I distinctly remember that one. I feel like we put such little effort into it, and we were discovering. I, I, I remember having a conversation, and like halfway through the episode, we're like, "Wait, those are the two guys from the first film." Like we did, we didn't know, we did oh, no wow, background. Really? We, did, we paid, we put so much, such little effort into it. Uh, I hated it. Oh, yes, I do remember this one. I do remember. Wait, I don't remember this one. There's children involved. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Return of the Living Dead 3, where we have clearly made the same mistakes. We have not learned our lesson from 2, uh, whatever that was. Uh, I did my work for part 3. Yeah, uh, Return of the Living Dead 2. I, I don't remember doing this. No, we definitely did. Is that at your old office? Oh, shit. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's good for us, then. Good for us. Um, we should redo it. Probably. Well, this is Return of the Living Dead 3. It's in 1993. Go figure. Uh, and Brian Usna. You, is it Usna? Brian Ed Yuza. Bro, that fucking guy. <laughs> Listen, there's a lot to there's a lot to be said about that fella. Uh none of it I will say because he'll, he'll find me and fucking kill me. <laughs> guy yeah, carried Brian, a bowie knife Brian. into school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Brian Yesna, uh, did Society and Bride of Reanimator and Beyond Reanimator. Now, this Dexed. guy, this guy, I feel like he is, he did Dolls too. Um, I feel like he might be in. I don't think he directed Dolls. Oh, I that was, see, uh, 
Because he produced a lot of um, Stuart Gordon's movies. Yeah. He produced the original Rand. He is he's in the Horror Show Hall of Fame as a producer, I think. He For sure. He he has done he has done a bunch of our shit. Or, or somehow been involved, or his name has been linked to it, and it's just like, dude, Silent Night, Deadly Night Four. Yeah, that's stupid. Did we do the dentist? I honestly, this <laughs> I don't know. I feel like yeah. Which one was the one that was like the ice cream, the melted ice cream bowl? The ice cream man. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> Uh, all right, fair enough. Um, I think of Doctor Giggles. Did we do Doctor Doctor Giggles? Giggles? That's what it was. That's what it was. That's what it was. We did do Doctor Giggles. Man, what a what a what a catalog! This is what Glass Box is paying the big bucks for. <laughs> us <laughs> listing off, <laughs> not remember things that we did, <laughs> not remembering any of our episodes, but trying to list them off at the beginning of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the fucking the what was the, Mad Dog's co-host Brian Francesca or Mike Francesca? Mike Francesca. When he sat there just listing all the bowl games, and there's fucking eighty of them, and that was his point was that there were too many. So instead, <laughs> instead he just yeah, this, counted them. That was Hall of Fame. Oh, One Hall of Fame broadcast. Two. Three, four, five. Dude, he got up to like 26. It took so long. <laughs> Remember also when he... Sorry, I got to keep talking about him. The shit is so funny. I, I miss dude, he him. Just, he, I think he... I did, that's funny you brought him up because I just saw him on TV and I forgot about him because he's been off the air for so long. Yeah. But he just got nominated to like Broadcaster Hall of Fame. So he's he's back. He's back, baby. I, I hope they I hope in his acceptance speech they play him falling asleep and knocking over Dude, knocking over the Diet that, Coke and claiming he, he wasn't did that, asleep. Did that multiple times too. It wasn't just a one time no. occasion. <laughs> claiming claiming he was just blinking. And the callers would be like, You fell asleep and he'd be like, You fucking wise acre. <laughs> Honestly, inspiration. I like, oh man, I just wish because I feel like there's like a lot of this country that doesn't know about Mike. Although he he was national. Of course, I do. No, he's New York, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so funny, dude. Oh man. All right. But we have Return right. of the Brian Yuzna. Brian Yuzna, yes, that guy. Uh, he is back, baby. Um, and this time directing. Coming fresh off the heels of initiation. Um, and do you know who else? Another horror show alumni director makes an appearance in this. No. Did you catch that? Oh, Anthony Hickok. Oh, I did From see Hellraiser that. Hellraiser 3. I did. This time as, a, as an extra. He's he's one of the uh, the doctors or generals in the beginning. Which is so fucking insane. Like, what what are these people doing? Like, what? He's, he's a doctor. He's also, he's called Dr. Hickok. Hickox. He's a clever one, that guy. I hate the way he spells his name. I said yeah, that. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It. It's so dumb. It honestly pisses me off. And I don't think there's anyone I would say that about their name, too, but that's... <laughs> spells it like with a apologies fucking... To all, <laughs> apologies to all listeners. That. Spells it like a grade A asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Hellraiser. And he did Hellraiser 3 and Waxwork. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. This movie was shot in 24 days. Could you tell? I could. <laughs> Wait, what did you think about the movie, though? Really? Like, <sighs> okay. 
Well, let me uh, let me counter your question with a question real quick. The movie cover, the VHS cover, that was you saw that often at Cheshire Video on Disc. Yes, correct. Yes. What do you think of that cover? I hate that cover. I hate it, dude. That background, like the the maroon, yeah, color that that fills it in. I hate it. It's disgusting. It looks awful. It looks it looks like a knockoff. It looks fake. It yeah. does. It doesn't look like anything of the Living Dead associated at all. No, it looks like a piece of shit. And for that reason, I never went out of my way. To, this is my first time watching it. Yeah, same. I can't believe it. I'd never seen it before. Uh, so I put it off for years, assuming the worst. I even saw uh, that that Return of the Living Dead rave to the grave before seeing this, <laughs> which probably speaks more on me. But um, <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't mind it. It's not that bad. I didn't think it was. I I, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, some of the so the so the special effects are very distinctly Brian Yesna. Yeah. You know, they they look like leftovers from society, which I don't think always works in a zombie movie because there's, there's like that one zombie that has <laughs> he's, he's like a, he looks like an extra from a basket case. Yeah. You know, his head's like fused to his shoulder. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> it's supposed to be zombies. But I liked it. I like I I thought it was fun. I like most of the effects. The kills are good. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, um, they, the biggest issue I had was, uh, was what you're saying with the zombies that the consistency of like what zombies did, which is weird because you're, you know, you're, you're on your third return of, and you're how many night of the living dead, child's children's (laughs) um you know what i mean like there's so many there's so many templates to use and for whatever reason some zombies are like mutated unable to speak some zombies are uh women that are still in love with their (laughs) significant others from when they're alive and are fully conscious uh and everywhere in between they fall there's it's it's a little bit of everything and it's just very inconsistent with the zombie lore which whatever now do you think this is a comedy it's listed as a comedy in wikipedia how do we feel about that label if it's a comedy it fails (laughs) as a comedy i i i can't think really of a joke you know, it, it's definitely lighthearted in, yeah. in, in like a B movie sense, you know. But I don't, I don't, I would not call this a comedy by any means. Yeah, it had a two million dollar budget for this movie, uh, which seems like a lot, um, and only made back fifty four thousand. Damn! <laughs> Ooh, Yikes! Not a good, not a good day for Yuz, the Yuz, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> if you fucking will. Um there oh there was something else I was going to say about that. Um I can't remember though. Sorry. Uh so 24 days of shooting all shot on a set which you can very clearly tell. Um Yuzna was very disappointed with uh he had created the the Bride of Reanimator. He created yeah. this creature. Very upset that it didn't get enough screen time. 
So that is why we get so much Julie and potentially these effects might be coming from that movie because it makes no fucking sense why Julie the zombie gets into body modification halfway through the movie. It's one of the most turns into Tetsuo the Iron Man at the end. <laughs> one of the most baffling things I've ever seen. <laughs> and they cover it up. They do cover it up, but it's so I mean, dude, I'm actually kind of fine with their explanation, but so to jump ahead, she's turning into a zombie, but she finds like giving herself pain putting inflicting pain upon herself so, like controls the urges to succumb and to eat people and yada yada so that makes sense but she she turns into a like a metal machine she she turns into a machine and then is like pain doesn't work anymore well yeah no shit you literally just looped a chain through the skin around your neck like fucking she should be a cenobite by the way i i I got big cenobite vibes yeah yeah same but can we talk about suddenly like hellraisers everywhere have you noticed this yeah, you know, <laughs> we've been saying this for years. Yeah. Like a a Pete Davidson fucking butterball, but the butterball <laughs> Cenobite meme is like going around like popular meme pages. And I'm like, motherfucker, who the fuck knows who butter f- fucking butterball the fucking Cenobite is? No one fucking knows who the fuck that is. I, I would put money that not a lot of people outside of the horror community. Yeah. That. Like the pages that that are sharing it, I would not expect that meme to be shared. On. No, I'm just just a little. I'm just. Hey man, I don't know. I'm with you. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I look fucking unhinged right now. So if you're watching the video version of this, <laughs> sorry, fucking psychotic. Um, look like fine. look like Joe. I look like fucking Ted Kaczynski. Like what the fuck. Um, fucking insane. Uh, Speaking of psychotic, uh, Brian Peck, who plays Scuzz in Return of the Living Dead, uh, the first one, makes an appearance in this, and he's the only actor to appear in all three films. Yes. This time he's a government agent, he's not playing Scuzz. Did, I wonder if he's in the the other two, because guess what? There's five of these fucking things. Yeah, Rave to the Grave, which uh, I think Paul and I watched when it premiered. I think it premiered on the Sci-Fi channel, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like you guys would watch that. <laughs> yeah, Buzz was like real mad that we <laughs> didn't go to watch him chug a beer. Instead, we watched Rave to the Grave. Watch people chug red dogs. Um, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, and then this movie in 2017, this is my favorite Wikipedia part. In 2017... Return of the Living Dead 3 premiered at the London Fright Fest Film Festival. (laughs) 14 years later. Can you call it a premiere at that point? The fuck are you talking about? How how could you call it a premiere? I didn't didn't read that fact. You can't. (laughs) Because it it lost money in the box office. Right. I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Um... Okay, well let's um, let's uh, get into this movie. What do you say? Right. What do you say? Yeah. Uh, so we kick off now. What were you gonna say? <laughs> oh, I was going to say uh, Brian Yesna claims that he trimmed between fifty and sixty minutes to get this an R rating, which is nuts. 
cutting a whole hour out of this. An hour of graphic things. What I wonder what it, it had to have been sex. I don't know. He left sex scenes in. Yeah, no, but it feels like there was. It felt very sexually charged, but like it felt like there could have been more in it, dude. She her outfit, her outfit when she goes Tetsuyo on us, uh, her her boobies are out, and like she gets she gets her nipples pierced. Yeah, no, it's a she wild it's, it's a wild thing. I feel like there might have been more going on there or something. Although, I don't know, maybe more gore, too, because there was some pretty insane shit. Yeah. Probably killing Santos. <laughs> the killing of Santos is underwhelming, and then you see the result of the killing of Santos, and you're like, what the fuck could have possibly happened to this guy? <laughs> yeah, you are correct. It probably was that. But, dude, I mean, this movie is, what, 90 minutes? Mm-hmm. So that means it was originally two and a half hours. Well, and cut yeah. it down. Take, take it easy, on. Brian. <laughs> Godfather Part Two. Um, so we kick this guy off. This movie is fast paced too, and the beginning especially is like it's like all gears, like to the point where you're like, wait, what is this movie going to be about? Because you think you know what the arc's going to be, and then it like solves that issue and then goes to the next thing. Um, so we kick off at this military base, military personnel are explaining that they've uh, developed these metal exoskeletons that they can put around dead people and weaponize them essentially. Yes. Um, just kind of the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, of all the, uh, there's so many shitty ideas when it comes to to warfare right? yeah, yeah. that we know about. Yeah. So think about the ones that we don't know about. I'm sure this has been on the drawing board. Oh, for sure, absolutely. Just reuse dead people. Uh, <laughs> of course it has. Um, then we cut from there to a a teenage biker gang. Um, which I made it. I wrote that as a joke that they were teenagers, assuming that they were maybe in their twenties or something. They're they're fucking teenagers. They're in high school. They're, they're in, in high, high school. school. <laughs> he is petrified of his father. Uh, he he lives in his parents' home. This is they are high schoolers. So and they're going to move. The father is going to relocate. And he's like, I'm not going. With. It's like that's one of the story arcs. Like, yeah, he doesn't want to move with it with his dad. Right. Like, I'm happy here. Yeah. The kid acts like I act now, right? Like he has more freedom than I've ever seen in my life. He has and a also, motorcycle. Uh, he has a motorcycle. And these these people are supposed to be, you know, like counterculture, like punks. Mm-hmm. Which the first film that that's that's who the main characters were. So you had the template there. All they did here is wear black and Hold lighters up to the underneath their palms, <laughs> heat up their fingers. Dude, they are the worst counterculture. And and I thought there would be more to why they wanted to go to the base. Because what happens is Kurt, our our lead here, our lead teen male here, Kurt, he uh his dad is the colonel of the army. Um and he he steals a key to get into the base for some reason, but he like shows it to this girl, Julie, his his girlfriend, and she's like, "Oh, thank fucking god, we're going into the base." And I was like, "What the f- what? <laughs> what?" 
And then I thought maybe they'd be counterculture, like, okay, we're going to free all the animals. Free all the zombies. Testing or whatever. Uh, No, they're just like, they just want to go, like, poke around a military base. Just peeping, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Crawling through ducks. Can't think of anything I'd rather, I'd do less than that, less interested in that. That that's fucking idiotic. Um, but they break in very easily with that, um, with that key, and which I love. I I love how easily they get in and how easily they are undetected, and they're making so much fucking noise. And I was like, as I was watching it, I was thinking how unrealistic it is. <laughs> Part of me is like, maybe it's not that unrealistic. Joe, if anything, this last year has taught me, it is that <laughs> it is that the governments and military are completely fucking inept. And I don't mean our country, just our country. I mean, all of them just look at what's happening. It's fucking all these people that we were like, Oh my God, we, you can't fuck with Russia is fucking game over. <laughs> The smallest country on the world is like going to fucking beating their ass in a fucking land war. Fucking unreal. Yeah, man. I, Chinese I, don't, balloons, I don't know. <laughs> balloons that they're like, uh, I don't know. It's a student balloon. <laughs> and we're like, well, maybe let's, let's let it cross the country before we fucking shoot it down. And we won't just take it down. We'll fucking shoot a missile at <laughs> missile at it. Fucking yeah, man. I, I don't know if this is that unreasonable. No, it's not. I'm, if you have the access card, you just stroll in. And I, I forget whether we've talked about this on air or off the air. I know we talked about it recently with Mike on uh, All Documented, All True, but I don't know if it made the air. But, like, fucking stuttering John calling Air Force One. Yeah, yeah. And just and he's like, I literally just called and fucking <laughs> asked. <laughs> and people were like, okay. Okay, you better be real. And he was like, "Yes." <laughs> yeah, because he because he gave uh, what was like a senator's name, right? Yeah. Like, are you really him? He's just like, "Yeah, for sure." Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are let you me sure that's who you are? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fucking dumb. Uh, well, they get in the vents. They watch people. That was our political talk for today, everyone. Not to. I don't want to get any negative, any more negative reviews on iTunes. I don't think. I don't think we took a stance. Lip lip smacking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, our guy came back. We talked about that last episode. He did. I didn't. I didn't want to address it, but like, I, I, I kind of do. I, I just like it's just. I don't. Here's my question, and I just like to you. Okay. What? 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 What is? <laughs> what is? There's two part. There, there was. There's two. I have two questions. Excited. <laughs> One is. The lip smacking. Is, is that literal lip smacking or figurative? Because it sounds kind of like question. figurative. I think he means like that I like to like. I think it means to know. like to like. I don't know. I don't know. But maybe it's literal. Maybe I do smack my lips. So sound off, guys. Not in the fucking reviews, though, please. Uh, 
Just send me a fucking message. Tell me to stop smacking my lips. For, for those that don't know what we're talking about, last last week's episode, there's a yeah. guy who who leaves messages, uh, <laughs> negative reviews. He actually started off as two stars, which is pretty nice. Uh, but he said that our show sucked and that the only thing that would save it is an omnibus of my dad's stories, which means that he listens to our show quite often. Because right. no, I don't talk about my dad that often. Uh, and then he deletes his review and then he'll he'll drop another one saying the same exact thing but adding in like a like an additional insult. But now he's down to one star. And then it goes away and then he comes back and and puts it in again and we made fun of him last week and he immediately left a review but he did not put the word omnibus but it's the same name and i know this because i screenshotted it the first time to send it to sean and uh he's back he's back but not saying omnibus anymore yeah so he still listens (laughs) he still listens love that guy thank you thank you for the review but oh the other question was my femininity, my feminine, my feminine energy. He was like, "That's such feminine energy." Listen, I I get a lot of, I I can understand a lot of things that people call me. Um, that one was like a little weird though. I was like, I don't. I mean, the guy is fucking weird. Sean. <laughs> every episode, he's like, I can't figure out who's the top. Or every every review, every, this is true. Every review, he leaves. He says, I can't figure out who's the top or the bottom. I spend all day thinking about Sean and Joe fucking, but I just can't figure out which one would be on top or on the bottom. It makes no sense. It's such a weird. He's such a weird guy. Uh, I will say this: the signing with Glassbox has made. Has made these reviews meaningless to me now. Uh, so I, I'm I'm getting to enjoy these bad reviews for the first time, rather than like, yeah, yeah. Be- Sean does not like. Uh, does it, Sean takes them a little more to heart than I. I did. do. I do take them to heart, but not anymore. Because now that we have glass box, it's like, oh, there's just evidence that we're actually good, and these people are just, yeah, probably other podcasters, right? Like for sure. Yeah, but shout out to the people uh, that don't like when we get derailed because uh, we got that episode for you today. <laughs> I hate when they do. They're not even talking about the topic. Um, yeah, no, I just had to bring that up. Um, and also, if you want to rate review, uh, we haven't mentioned that in a while. Rate review us on iTunes or Spotify or whatever and email us, Sean at I hate horror.com. And you get stickers for that. I forgot we did that. Yeah, we owe you some stickers, Mr. Hell J. Yeah, send us your fucking address. I promise I won't fucking... Please. <laughs> Look at my fucking hair. You, you don't want to fucking... You don't want to give me your fucking address, motherfucker. <laughs> Big time. That FBI, that's a joke, FBI. It's a joke. My agent on my phone is probably storming my house right now. Um. All right, anyway... So where were we? we? We oh, our kids are they haven't made it anywhere. They're they're in the uh they're in the they're ceiling. The ducks. They're in the ducks. Uh they're watching body parts get thrown into incinerators. I, that made me actually maybe this is a comedy because that that is fucking funny because you're spying on the government and they're just walking around with severed arms and legs just chucking them into fire. <laughs> Dude, uh, it's so it's it is it is a silly movie. I mean, I don't think he took it seriously for sure. Like, no, for sure, I don't think he's taken any movie he's ever done seriously. Yeah, which, <laughs> yeah. which is why I like. I don't. I don't mean that as an insult. No, no, no. I think they're lighthearted movies. Like, if you're gonna make this, you can't like. <laughs> you know, the guy made society. The, the guy's face comes out an ass. <laughs> um, and we get our first zombie. They see our first zombie of the movie, who is for whatever reason. Put into that fucking Burt Reynolds Zardoz codpiece 
costume. That fucking weird red cod piece with suspenders. Um, what is the purpose of that outfit on a zombie? I don't know, but it is government issue. It is the government was like, you know what this thing needs to wear? We could put literally, we could just chop off his dick because he's a zombie. If we're that offended by the, you know, the private parts. But why would they? Why would they bother putting an outfit on any of them? <laughs> They're modest. They're very modest. <laughs> a modest people. These these uh, military men. Um, anyway, they bring this zombie back to life by spraying smoke on it. Um, so it's it's uh, trioxin gas. It's the gas from the first film that was in the canisters that started it all. I was going to mention that because that yeah, I don't know if did they show the name in this scene or was it later? But I, I did see the trioxin two forty five, which is. A cool little Brian was like, I'll, I will honor you in one way or another. <laughs> I will honor the originals. Um, I just showed James Night of the Living Dead for the first time last weekend. Night or, re- or return? Night, night, night. <laughs> return, you go, you, you got to watch that with your homeboys. You got to watch, you don't watch that with your dad. You don't, <laughs> you don't, there's a life changing moment watching that w- woman dance naked on that crave. Um, no, I, I showed him Night of the Living Dead. Um, you like it? Yeah, he loved it. it. What a what a good movie, though. Like, it's just so fucking good. And, like, I know we did a whole thing on George Romero, but, like, man, that motherfucker fucking nailed that. Nailed that. The only reason I brought that up is because me and him were talking about the the the, like, backstory. Like, the gas, the there, the chemical that leaked from the the plane explosion, and we were both like, "That's a cool way to do it." Um, but anyway, uh, so they bring it back to life with the trioxin. Uh, that zombie also somehow sees the kids in the fucking ceiling and is like, and <laughs> screams at them. Um, uh, and then we see this weapon that they use to uh. paralyze it i guess i I think that's what they say but basically puts them to sleep not permanently and it's like a shot to the brain and then they 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 just lights out for a little while yes but not permanently you know um kurt and julie they they get the fuck out of there they can't do this. She gets she gets pretty turned on by this. She she gives them a, such a loud smooch that it alerts a guard. Yeah, and later they'll have sex, and she'll be like, uh, "Remember when they when that guy fucking got his hand bit off?" And Kurt's like, "Hey, can you fucking take it easy?" <laughs> and she is so confused by that. She's like, "I don't understand." why what your problem is um anyway that frozen zombie while they're still up there bites the fingers off of uh, a military man uh great scene it's awesome and the zombie also stabs him to death with a knife uh which now while he's biting off the fingers and before he stabs him you know there's there's toxic gas being sprayed to try and subdue the zombie yes the guy rips off his hazmat mask would you do the same? I think that's an appropriate reaction. I, I don't know why it stuck out to me, but like, yeah, I'm taking that mask off. If a fucking zombie is eating my hand, I know it doesn't correlate, but no, yeah, it's, I, I think, think it's one of those off. things that you would just end up doing. Yeah, 
Cause you'd be like, I like you gotta do something. <laughs> you have to have some control over the situation. So none of this matters though. Uh, because the the area is contained. The area is contained. So none of this should matter. They, yes, he's loose. Um, just just blow it up, right? Uh, and by the way, all this is happening in the first 14 minutes of a movie. And so you're like, okay, like this is this is good. Um they do neutralize the zombie. Um, which is weird though, because like after you know, this is we're on our third return of the living dead, and they don't realize that the guy that got bit like turns into a zombie. That happens, and they're like, Holy shit, god damn it. Well, they it's weird because I'm pretty sure they acknowledge that that's going to happen, but then he still turns, and that is the reaction that they get, right? That, yeah, no, I, yeah, like they know, but then they're like, What? <laughs> Holy mackerel. Uh, after that is when we get our sex scene where Julie's just narrating the zombie murders. Well, dude, one of the things she says is, remember that horrible scream? Can you get the fuck out of my house? Get the fuck out of my house. Pack your shit. Get the fuck out of here. Remember that horrible scream. It's fucking I don't know. Yeah, man. If I watched... Honestly, honestly, if I even saw, if I stuck into a government building and just saw somebody throwing limbs into a fire, I'm not having sex for a while. It's going to you know be, I mean? it's going to be a while. It's going to yeah. be a while. <laughs> I'm just not going to be in the mood. I'm going to process all that. <laughs> Let alone watching, you know, corpses be reanimated and murdering <laughs> personnel. <laughs> While your dad's in the other room watching it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um... So Siriabos though, so that was cool. It was it was good, good ones, nice ones, nice ones, yeah. Um, so these two high schoolers decide to run away because oh, that's right, they're in high school. <laughs> yeah, I know, I but they're not. But like, this is why you can't do that shit. If you're gonna make high schoolers, you can't do a sex scene. All you, f- all you fucking weirdos with the euphoria. Fucking that show Euphoria. Yeah, I know, I know, I know you hate Euphoria. I've never seen. I actually that. don't mind it. I actually like the show now, but I, <laughs> I, I do like the show now. I just don't like. I just don't like the nudity for the high schoolers. That's all. That's all. Don't. Yeah, I, I know they're fucking twenty eight. Okay. Um. Hey, guess what? She they, was born, the actress was born in nineteen sixty nine. By the way, just, get the fuck out of here. Just just to justify me saying that she had nice yabos, and also to uh, emphasize the point that she's way too old to be playing a high schooler. So she was like twenty six, twenty four, twenty four. That's funny as fuck. Um, I mean, she did not look like a high schooler at all. But that's, no, she looked like a twenty four year old. Yeah. Um. So they decide to run away from home. Because of the rules and the dad trying to move away. Uh, and they're going to take the motorcycle and nothing else. That's what they do. Uh, Dude, before they do that, he <laughs> it's like an intense conversation. You know, he's like, I'm not, I'm not going with you. I'm happy here. I love this girl. And the dad's like, this girl's nothing but trouble. Ever since your mom died, you've been different. And the kid responds by calling his dad a freak. Which, which <laughs> I loved what an insult to hit your dad with. Dude, calling someone a freak is just an old school <laughs> fucking, that's a fucking banger. That's a classic. It is. It's a great one. It's a great. That discussion. guy was not a freak. That guy, normal dad. No, yeah. That's, that's, that's what, that's the only way it works is like when they're, when they're normal. <laughs> um, So they, they run away on their motorcycle and Julie 
proceeds to do everything possible, everything in her power to to crash and die. She she's like tickling his nuts. She's like, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, well, I don't disagree. I mean, act like you've been there before, right? Like all she did. It's not even the hands down the pants. It's it's just hands on the crotch, and he cannot do. He cannot function. He can't look. He's he like, can't look straight ahead, dude. <laughs> unbelievable. Well, it's all right for Kurt because Kurt survives. Kurt Kurt's fine. Kurt when they crash the motorcycle, Kurt. Kurt, I'm nothing, not nothing happens. Even I'm not even sure what caused like because because there's a truck coming because we see it. it it cuts back and forth but that truck doesn't even come near them. Well, he I still thought they were going to get hit the by artery. the truck. I yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> see the truck for five minutes. <laughs> they they don't get hit by the truck. They just see it get scared and skid. But also, <laughs> that's not how Julie dies for, before they even start skidding. Julie for some reason is thrown. <laughs> off the back over Kurt's head into a pole, but like Looney Tunes style. So like both of her legs and arms are out. Like the pole's like, <laughs> she, that is like t- she just takes the pole to her whole face and torso. Her fucking <laughs> legs are out. <laughs> it's fucking insane. And that's what kills our dearest Julie. RIP Julie. Yes. Appreciate yes. you. Um, all because Kurt got a boner. And then, all because Kurt got a boner. And then Kurt's boner hasn't gone away. So he's like <laughs> bugging out. And he's like, Julie. And then you can see it in his eyes. You know what this motherfucker's going to do. He's going to bring her to the military base. And he does so by weekend and burning. Weekend, weekend at burning. Weekend at How do you say it? Weekend at burning yeah, her uh, on the back of the motorcycle. She's just fucking day. And he stops at a guard booth. Her fucking legs are just out, like dragging on the ground. And a security guard comes out and is like, oh, are you supposed to be here? And he's like, yes. And he's like, okay, as you are. Continue, <laughs> continue, sir, lady. Have a nice evening. Dude, showing up at a military base at fucking midnight with a fucking dead body. With a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I fucking love that. Uh, the OG hereditary, too, that fucking getting knocked. The telephone pole. I thought the same thing. Yeah. You know what? Maybe they should credit A824. Give the credit where credit's due. Give the you give the Yuz his fucking props. That hack, Ari, Ari Aster. He is a fucking hack. Nah, nah, give, like give the Yuz his fucking due. <laughs> he invented the fucking pole bit. <laughs> the pole decap pit. Um, anyway, Kurt brings her into the military base and then proceeds to use high-tech military equipment. Uh, also uses full proper PPE to be safe. He's got his <laughs> gloves. He's got his hazmat suit on. Very safe, thank goodness. Uh, operating this military machinery to bring his his lady back to life. Um, a true love story there. Yes. Um, and while trying to escape, they, he does bring her back to life. She's alive. Um, but they they have to run away. And in the in that process, they you we get a glimpse of like another zombie. And I think this is the guy that you're talking about, where he's kind of got like a fused neck. I I love it. Like he's like. A crazy looking thing, but it just it like you're saying it doesn't fit. It's like so bizarre. It's it's not human. 
It's right, right. Not a reanimated human corpse. And they all have like freak. long. Now that is a freak. Yes, that is a freak. That's a castle freak. That's a castle, a castle freak. freak. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, it's probably a leftover prop from Castle Freak. <laughs> Might be. Castle. Stuart Gordon did that. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. So our kids escape. Kurt and uh, Julie escape, and she just keeps complaining about how hungry she is. So we go to a convenience store where. Uh, she starts eating snacky cakes, like fucking hostess cakes. Uh, so she hasn't quite honed in on what her true uh, desire is. She's just hungry. She's just very hungry and she can't figure it out. Uh, and this is when we meet our gang. They are a actual gang. Uh, they love playing Street Fighter on the arcade machine. This is their life. So the whole, it's fair. All of my notes call them the video game gang, because I've never seen more people, people more interested in a video game. Um, so much so that they're they're annoyed at Kurt for just like being loud and around them <laughs> while they're playing said video game. But then they get really heated really fast and then try to kill the fucking convenience store owner. So, um, yeah. You know. Well, I mean, honestly, the gang might not be in the wrong. Of course, killing the, the owner is in the wrong. Yeah. But up to that point, they're just trying to play a video game. And this this girl is on the floor shoving snack cakes in her mouth while they're trying to beat their highest score. That's fucking annoying. I would say something, too. And more annoying is Kurt being like, stop eating your food. And she's like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> okay, bro, fucking feed your girl, which is what I'm pretty sure one of them like says almost verbatim. <laughs> like, you don't feed her. Um, video game gang robs the place, shoots the owner, and then on their way out, just for good measure, kick Kurt's motorcycle over, uh, deeming, well, actually they shoot it too. So he can't use his motorcycle. Um, and also Julie takes a little bite out of one of those guys. Yes. Which will come into play a little bit later. Um, very slowly. The guy turns forever. <laughs> All night. It's just a constant thing. Uh, so they, Kurt and Julie now have to escape because the police show up. And Kurt is beside himself that the police are shooting at him. He's like, me? <laughs> Those police are the most trigger-happy police, perhaps in, mo- in movie history. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Uh, because Kurt and Julie... While not totally innocent, you probably don't need to shoot him. Also, but why else are they running away? Um, well, I think he's running away because, he, you know, Julie's, Julie's reanimated. Yeah, yeah. But also, the, the police, there's like an APB yes. out on them. Because yeah. the military is like, hey, your son has this girl. He reanim-. Like, they're aware of what happened. And they're, like, reaching out to local law enforcement and, and other feds. So... They should probably know not to be shooting at him. That's actually a good point. And um, <laughs> more insane is when, because the store owner goes with them for some reason in the van. Um, and the store owner opens the back door to like wave at the police. And again, the, the store owner is wounded. He's, he's yeah. bleeding out from a gunshot wound. He's bleeding out and he's like waving to the police to be like, help me. <laughs> and they just shoot him in the fucking head. They immediately, sh- they immediately shoot him and kill him. Immediately. <laughs> There's no like, hey, what's he doing? Yeah. Is he waving no, a gun? No, 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 put your hands up. No, stop. 
<laughs> just shoot that fucking guy. Um, so the store owner dies, and then Julie's like, I'm hungry, goes to the back. Um, Kurt doesn't think anything of this until he parks, turns around, and sees Julie is just chowing down on the owner. Yeah. And she has, I don't know whether she did or I guess the bullet did. I don't know what we're supposed to believe, but he has no skull. He has no top of his skull. His top of his skull is fucking gone. And it might be one of my favorite effects in a movie ever <laughs> is him walking around without the top of his head. Yeah. I thought that was one of the coolest zombie makeup effects. Just like that. I don't know. That open brain is just cool as fuck. Yeah. Um, it. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Um, and the cops surround the car. Store owner comes out. Zombie store owner comes out and fights him. Um, and it's just, it's just fucking awesome. And then the military shows up after that. Like you mentioned there, they also have an APB out there, but they, they're able to isolate the, so they're, they're able to isolate the situation. They're able to, with that gun, they take out the store owner, get him put to sleep. Um, and Julie gets away, but I'm not sure exactly how I think they just are able to skirt away. They go down this alley, and for whatever reason, everyone in the fucking city is like, they went down that alley? That means they're in the river! And find their exact location immediately. <laughs> Even hours later, they're like, oh, I know where they are. Yeah, the only street that leads to the sewer. The Dude, sewer yeah, right along the they're street. in the fucking sewers, that means. Um, <laughs> and Julie is still reiterating that pain makes her well again. She feels a little bit better like that. Um and her and Kurt have an interesting dialogue. You know, like that. I'll be honest. Julie's acting isn't terrible in this movie. She's yeah. she's she's good. Um, and even some of the writing is like kind of interesting. Um, the things they I think the writing is actually really good. You know, because it's it's a pretty cliched story of somebody turning that you love and what are you going to do with it. But it really expands on that more so than we've ever seen at least of that i i think we've ever seen yeah i think it's i just think it's because kurt keeps trying to justify it and he's slowly like as the movie progresses he's slowly coming to terms with like i can't there's not much i can do at this point yeah like, he's, have to he's losing faith in the whole thing but then he'll come back and then he'll like be deflated again and they have this moment here where she's like you brought me back and you should have just left me for fucking dead. Like she's not happy where in her position. Right. She's fucking miserable. She, quite frankly. No. Yeah. She's fucking reanimated corpse. <laughs> and, um, and Kurt, even in that moment is like, yeah, you're fucking right. You're fucking disgusting. And, uh, lovers quarrel. She runs away. Uh, she also tries to kill herself by jumping off a bridge, which I was like, that's silly. That's a short bridge. Uh, but then Kurt fucking Riverman shows up and he's like, she jumped off of that. <laughs> she is dead. She is dead for sure. Well, which she would be right. Because we find out that the, the river barely covers their shoes. Kurt's just walking in it and it does not go over his feet. Uh, so I was like, oh, so that's just rocks. And for some reason, though, Kurt's were, like walking down the river, like Julie, like as if the fucking riptide swept her fucking miles downstream. It is a, 
It is a, a crick at best. Not a fucking river, but yeah, we meet River Man, who that guy, <laughs> that fucking guy. I don't know. I don't know what to say about him. He's a. Uh, I don't know why he's in this movie. I'll be quite honest with you. Uh, I honestly don't know why either. And they make a pretty big deal about it. Like for the next like 20 minutes, it's the river man show. And dude, he never stops talking. (laughs) He doesn't stop. And I thought that maybe he would tell us some information, but he doesn't like the story of the people that he said, like when he was like, Julie's fucking done for. I've seen a monster. They just pull things under and that's the end of it. And I was like, Oh, maybe that's something we're going to see. It's not Julie just fucking ran down the fucking stream. She just, fucking, <laughs> she didn't die. She got up. She fucking ran down the fucking river. Um, fucking river, man. River man? Eddie Murphy's fuck. dad and uh, Eddie Murphy raw. Fun fact. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Like the, the living room scene. The, the skit. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's so good. Um, Oh, good for him. Look at that. Uh, anyway. Career really took off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, video game gang. Uh, we cut to them. And this highly intelligent group of people are like, we know exactly where they're going to be. And they do. And they, <laughs> they guess it. They guess it to a T. They pull up just as... Kurt finds Julie in the river. Yep. I've also never heard the word bitch used so much to describe one person. <laughs> they they just refer to Julie as the bitch for just as often as they can. We got to go get the bitch. Okay. Um Oh, and also the military does the same thing. We cut to the military and they're also like, hey, we know exactly where they are, which is great for moving this story along. Uh, we get- Dude, honestly, yeah. <laughs> people should take notes. Take notes. Everyone know. We, you really have don't more need- one-way streets. Yeah, have more streets that only lead to one place. <laughs> Save a lot of time. Uh, we get a lot of dialogue here between Kurt and Julie that really builds the relationship aspect of this. Kurt and Julie, they're dreamers. You know, they just, they just wanted to be normal. Kurt's version of normal, which is he's in a band and she just parties all night. He's like, can you imagine that life? I got tired just hearing it. I just wanted to go to sleep, take a nap. Um, And she's like, yeah, I'm not fucking normal. And then just proceeds to stick a fucking spike through her hand. And you're just like, oh, hey, Kurt, great Kurt. Uh, Think. I think you've made a mistake. Um, and that is also when she starts the insane body modification. She's running chains through her chest. She's got glass. She got glass titties. Yeah, she got shit through her nails. Ooh, I hated it. I hated it. Um, and the video game gang catches up to him, uh, interrogates Riverman, who they drown in like an inch of water. Uh, or try to drown him in an inch of water. Uh, but Kurt saves the day. He fights him off for a minute, but then he gets uh, he gets he gets caught also. We think it's curtains for our team until Insano Julie shows up, really sporting her whole new outfit, which is just not good. It's terrifying. It's gross. Looks nuts. Yeah. And Santo is like, 
mm, my kind of lady and like is like i'm gonna go fuck this thing uh i'll be right back <laughs> they are in the middle of like well first of all they showed up to kill her and then he's like uh hang on a minute <laughs> It's like the old, like, let me get a taste of your food to make sure it's not poison. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, he does not survive that, though. Uh, we, we hear screaming, and she walks out with a partially decapitated Santos. Yeah, great scene. Yeah, really I, cool. I love the way it looks there. And, Car- and, and Kurt here is, this is the first time we see Kurt really be like, Really oh, realized she, she <laughs> he, she's not okay. She, she should have stayed dead. <laughs> she should have stayed dead. Kurt is like, why would you do that? Well, Kurt, come on. My favorite thing is later on, at, later on, Kurt says something that's like, it's like the first time. Oh yeah. Late, it's, it's, it's coming up. He's, he's like, what have I done? It's like, Kurt, it took you this long to come to that conclusion that you've made a terrible mistake. I mean, he watched her eating the head of a murdered store owner. (laughs) Uh, Probably should have been the first and last straw. Exactly. Holding on to any semblance of hope. Exactly. Um, So they, uh, the zombies... Everyone's a zombie now, pretty much. Uh, Because Julie bites them and then the... The one, the one gang member who did get bit by Julie is now also a zombie, and he attacks them. So the whole, the whole gang is a zombie now. Uh, really, leaving just Kurt and Riverman um, to be to be human. Uh, they're able to having, board. Ha- having Riverman as a final guy, dude. Nuts. Here's here's a question. <laughs> it's nuts. Um, uh, so they board themselves up in the sewers, which is just like not a great idea. Um, and also where did those boards come from? But that's uh, whatever. Um, they board themselves up in a room in the sewers, uh, to save themselves. They waste so much time standing there. And then finally Kurt's like, Riverman, you need to take Julie out of here while I defend it. You all should have just left after you boarded it up. Like what the fuck? And also here's my question. I'm not even sure. Why would you send Riverman out with Julie? You just met Riverman. It's not even it's not even the fact that he's called Riverman and lives in the river. Like you don't know this guy. Why are you defending Riverman's lair? The first time you meet Riverman, he sneaks up on you and is like looking for a body and you're like <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is terrifying. It's terrifying. I actually thought Riverman was going to be a villain in those first moments cuz he's like Looking for a person, and then Kurt's like, "Uh, maybe." And he's like, "So many people do that." And you're like, "Uh, okay." Most deranged individual. Um, but he sends he sends Riverman and Julie out. Um, and when they finally meet back up, Julie has eaten Riverman. Uh, and gone full zomboid. Uh, and yeah, and leaps at Kurt even. For the first time. Um, and but Kurt. Now here's something I do like. Back to the pain thing. Right. Kurt f- fucking brains her with a with a pipe. Like to the head. And it snaps her out of zombie mode. Yes. And I was like. Okay. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. Because he fucking hit her. And then she's like. Kurt. Like please help me. But 
It's also weird because to me, every time she said that, it felt like, please kill me. And Kurt's like, don't worry, honey, we're going to get out of here alive. And you're like, well, no, that is 100% what she's implying. Kurt is a fucking idiot for taking it this far. Like we said, when she was eating, like the fact that he still has hope, like Kurt is the villain. Get a fucking grip. (laughs) Oh, man. And that's the moment where he goes, what have I done? When he sees her eating Riverman. Yeah, Kurt, what have you done? You fucking fucking idiot. (laughs) Nincompoop. Uh, absolute nincompoop. Uh, hey, but just as Kurt's about to get got, his old man shows up. Uh, get away from her, son. No, Kurt, don't leave me. What does Kurt do? What do you think Kurt does here? Folks, does he take the bullet? Does he save Julie? Or does he let old daddy-o get her? He fucking gets out of the way. <laughs> Let's dead shoot her in the fucking head. Also, all the dad had to really do was like, Kurt, we're going to like tranquilize her. You know, like we're not going to kill her. We're going to, that probably would have saved a lot of time. If Probably would have saved a lot of time and lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that was the end of the movie. It is not the end of the movie. Uh, we are not finished. We go back to the military base where Kurt now has carte blanche access because, you know. As one does once they break in and, and <laughs> cause all this chaos. Abuse, abuse the most top secret bioweapon of all time. Well, now that you're involved, you might as well just <laughs> get your own badge. Uh, that's actually how you get into the military. Uh, so uh, I'd be remiss to not mention that the. Uh, the lady military, like like uh, Kurt's dad's rival, she is one of General General Zod's henchmen in the first two Superman movies. Because yes. people always yell at me when they're like, "I can't believe you didn't mention he was this person was in that." Uh, so there you go. I, I was going to bring it up. She's Ursa in Superman one and two. Um, yes, key 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 actress, man. She and she's probably one of the only actors in this that uh, that has some semblance of fame. Yeah, dude, Kurt, if you look up Kurt, the actor that plays Kurt, he's in the shittiest sequel. Like, he's in Pumpkinhead 2, Meatballs Part 4. Dude, Meatballs Kurt, 4. Kurt. Holy Why shit. Why is it for Meatballs, by the way? I I don't know. He's in higher Kurt, living. T- Kurt's dad is in Airplane 2, Predator 2, and somehow Viva Las Vegas with Elvis. So, there's that. <laughs> um, I wonder if I wonder if Tina knows... I bet you Tina could, would recognize Kurt because he he's got some Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero under his belt. It does. So Pacific does so does Riverman. <laughs> These guys are just bringing the band back together. Um. So anyway, uh, we're back at the base now. All the zombies are locked up, including Santos's like head on a stick, uh, and Julie is also locked up. Um, and they now have these like these things that the military zombies had in their mouth. Um, and we see more trioxin barrels, things like that, which is cool. Uh, and the guy, Kurt, again, has carte blanche. So he's just like walking around talking to doctors. Like, you imagine a high schooler coming up to you. You're a fucking doctor. You're researching reanimated corpses, a first on this planet. And... And some kid's like, hey, what does this do? You'd be like, who? who, 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 Get out. (laughs) (laughs) 
How dare you speak to me? And, oh, and not even that. He, yeah, how, A, how dare you speak to me? And then also, Kurt's also like, my girlfriend's in there. Like, get, the, get, the, get this fucking kid out of here. What are we doing? <laughs> Don't worry, honey. I'll get you out. What? Um, but the doctor instead is like, hey, kid, you're looking at the weapons of the future. <laughs> and we see Riverman being turned into a robot, which honestly, like you mentioned Tetsuyo earlier. Like, this does not look like a military-grade exoskeleton. It looks like Tetsuo. It It is, like, rusty. It looks like a fucking trap from Saw. Like, it's rusty. Rolling me- out idiotic robotic <laughs> Riverman. <laughs> like, that, that's... So, like... Okay, so... We, we gave the Munsters movie its roses last week. Uh... I'm going to give a few more roses to the monsters right now because at least in the monsters, right? Herman was supposed, the idea of making a reanimated corpse, the idea was get the smartest guy alive's fucking brain for our reanimated corpse. Makes sense. Especially now watching the government be like, you know who we should make a military weapon out of? Oh, river man. Uh, (laughs) You know that guy in the fucking river that just constantly asks if you need to find a dead body? That that fucking guy? That's probably who we should put this exo this million dollar exoskeleton on. <laughs> First of its kind. Uh yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Uh, anyway, uh Kurt shoves the doctor. Uh, which causes all this chaos, and he's able to save Julie. This distraction also leaves room for Riverman to bug out in his exoskeleton suit and uh, and just fucking whoop up on all the fucking doctors. Fucking Mecca, Mecca Riverman. <laughs> Mecca Riverman. <laughs> that is a movie I would pay to see. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, I'm, so, absolutely. Somebody get, somebody get Yuzna on the horn. I gotta got pitch This him. guy's a fucking genius. Actually, we should probably try to get him on the show. Just... Can we get him on the show under... The, un, uh, be very upfront. Be like, listen, Yuz, you're fucking great. Can we just pitch you movie ideas for an hour? <laughs> Based... <laughs> Based on your existing character. Based on your existing properties. We're we're gonna it's gonna be IP heavy. The studios love that now. We're keeping with the IP. We're just gonna pitch it. You know, and the, the just, movie will just be called River Man. Like that's dude, it's just gonna be yeah, that's just gonna say it's just gonna be River Man in different situations. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I did he'll be like, I didn't even like that part of the movie. Like Um, Riverman, River, Riverman wreaks havoc, beats the shit out of a lot of doctors. Um, and, uh, all the zomboids start getting loose now. Um, I did like one thing here though, which is Riverman's in an exoskeleton thing developed by the military. Uh, but the military is trying to kill Riverman right now cause he's lost his mind. So they're shooting at liver, rip, rip, liver, liver, man, liver king, uh, uh, Riverman, River King, uh, River Man, they're shooting at River Man and they're blowing pieces of his body off that would help in that situation. Like, 
the 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 one of the military people shoots his leg and it with a shotgun it fucking explodes off you're safe right not in a fucking exoskeleton because now he's it's it's and it's a cool visual because you see his foot and then you see his thigh and there's nothing in between but there is the exoskeleton there um like holding it together so it's like it, it took away the weakness of the zombie actually which was you know you could uh maim them at least to keep them from moving um so it's a, it's a, it's honestly a cool idea yeah i like it. i, I kind of like this movie um anyway so uh, you can't kill riverman well this is all going on a barrel opens up and a hand creeps out it's the shittiest hand ever but that's fine it, but you for a moment you're like is it tar man right i know i know you're like because it's the same fucking barrel you're like oh yes it's tar man it's not fucking tar man it's some fucking skullet wearing fucking monster not even a fucking zombie I don't even know what the fuck it is. It's just a fucking monster. Anyway, it slurps up a doctor into the fucking can like Oscar the Grouch land. <laughs> a whole a grown man gets pulled into that barrel with a whole other grown creature in it. <laughs> Literally gets Oscar slurped up. <laughs> well, you know how you could actually go into his thing and it's like a giant yeah, yeah. fucking house a huge hand <laughs> yeah wait i thought it was like a huge landfill inside it, it is yeah yeah it's like a giant landfill elmo and grouchland rats classic classic yeah uh anyway all those shitty fake tarmen are coming out now it's it's chaos in in this military base and no one's really doing anything to stop it um and another bizarre uh, moment for zombie history here is um, so Julie is mostly cool with Kurt, right? Uh, yeah, she's co- and she's cool with Kurt right now. Like she's like, we got to get out of here. Riverman shows up though. Riverman has no ties to these people. He's not in love with them, and he's like about to eat them. And Kurt's like, "Please, Riverman, not not me. Help us." And Riverman's like, Whoa? and <laughs> and helps him. <laughs> the guy he met thirty minutes ago. Riverman with a golden heart. The 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 Riverman with a golden heart. I love I love Riverman. <laughs> Literally met hours ago. Uh, and yeah. Anyway, uh, Kurt negotiates with him. It works. Riverman helps him escape. Um, and also kills that new military leader who I think we were supposed to like want to see her killed. But quite frankly, it meant nothing to me because it's the yeah, third time we they saw definitely, her. They definitely set her up as like, for some reason they set her up as like the real villain, even though there was zombies and gangs and all that. But her, it's because her method was more inhumane and her yeah. dad was, was more, you know, by the book and not maniacal. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Um, yeah, it was, it was a little weird. Um, but that's it. Kurt escapes with his zombie bride. Um, but not before getting bit himself. Yes. And just then Kurt's dad shows up to try to save him. And Kurt's like, sorry, pops. Doesn't want to abandon Julie. Yep. 
And deep- they've only been. T- By the way, they've only been together for a few months. <laughs> They're fifteen. Just, years just old. FYI, fifteen years old. Um, this this leads to the best part ever, which is like, Kurt's like, we have or no, Julie's like, we have to get out of here, and Kurt's like, we are, and she goes, where? And he goes, where we belong. That what he is referring to is the incinerator. The fiery bits of hell. <laughs> Self-immolating. That kind of made me sad. I'm going to be quite honest with you. I got like a little sad in that moment. I was like, that's fucking sad. Like two kids like fucking <laughs> throwing themselves into the fucking flames. I mean, one's dead <laughs> and back to life. And the other one's about to be dead and back to life. Well, it's still sad. This is, I'm oozing femininity or whatever the fuck. (laughs) This is what it's about. It's about my fucking empathy. Um, And that's it. That's it. That is uh, Return of the Living Dead Part 3. I really liked it. I, I, I think there's obviously some issues with it. It's not. Nobody's gonna f- say uh, Return of the Living Dead Part Three is is a fantastic work of art. It's fine. It's a People fine were movie. excited. People were excited for us to do it. There, it's got its it's got its fans. I dude, I could see me really digging this if I had seen this when I was younger. Dude, the state of horror in the nineties, you know, isn't and up until you know early nineties up until Scream wasn't its strongest, and this is. This is a fine 90s horror movie. Actually, that's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it. Hey, you know what we really need to add to our list? Sorry, this popped up. Oh, because Brian Yuzna oh, is involved in this, too. Um, <laughs> Dude, The Dentist 2. First, I, we got to do The Dentist movies. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. Um, I'm going to pull it up on our screen. Um, is it confirmed that we did not do The Dentist? Yeah, I don't think we ever did. Look at that fucking artwork. And the, the fucking tagline dude, is Brace Are yourself. you sure? Are you fucking sure? Because Corbin... Br- dude, I mean, that's a great tagline, not to interrupt you. <laughs> that disgusting teeth. <laughs> the dentist to the horror show. <laughs> well, not the, not the second one. The dentist horror Oh, well, all right. And now we don't I have... I guess we did not. How the fuck did we not do it? Joe, these are questions... Hold on, I'm pulling us up. What year did it come out? 96. Woof. Yeah, I don't know, man. I guess not. Dude, Yuzna Week? Yuzna Week. Yuzember? Yuzember? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I like it. It rolls right off the tongue. I like it. People are very excited for uh, my favorite Marchin. Uh, Dude, I am getting a lot of messages with like suggestions and just how psyched they are for my favorite Marchin. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be really exciting. I, 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 I am, I'm, I'm pumped. A- alien movies are are something else. They're they are creepy, man. They are, they are creepy. I'm excited. I can't wait to do Fire in the Sky. Is that definitely one we're going to do? I'll let you, I'll let you, I'll let you program March. Okay. Because right. um, I don't even know if I've seen it. Can we do fucking. Uh, but are we doing Mac and Me for the live show? Yes. 
Absolutely. Done. Done. <laughs> Absolutely. What what's the one uh third kind, close encounters of the third kind? Yeah, that's uh Spielberg. Yeah. Are we doing that? I, no. I wasn't planning on it. Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> I don't I don't want to fucking Dreyfus. Sucks. It's a great it's a good movie. I just, I, no, it doesn't suck. It, Dreyfus sucks. Listen. Have you ever seen Mr. Holland's Opus? Maybe maybe you'd be singing a different tune. I don't know. Paul probably wants to fucking put it on Plex or something. <laughs> uh, Close Encounters. Steven Spielberg made that? He did. Guy's a fucking hack. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not a fan. All right. Well. That's it for this week. I'm excited though. I mean, I am excited. So Joe's gonna have to send Joe your Joe your ideas, and I'll have Joe program the month of March for us. Um, yeah. So the only thing is, and I don't know why I'm telling you this on the air. I just in our live shows usually the third week. I can't do that Saturday. For what? For just March? Like for March? Yeah, the 18th. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, we can definitely figure that out off, off, out of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the heads up though. I will I will <laughs> I will make sure we don't do that. Um but, uh, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny because you usually always have to check. So it's never you're you never have that information ahead of time. <laughs> and you're a month Actually, in the, <laughs> FYI, the uh, the eleventh would be the best. So Okay, I will we can, the eleventh is our live show in March. Uh so <laughs> get ready for that, guys. Um, next, this Saturday, this Saturday, the 18th, uh, we have our live show for the visit of found footage, uh, M night Shyamalan movie starring a dirty diaper. Yeah. Smothered in a kid's face <laughs> the way they should be. And then after that, uh, we've got a show. Our next show will be February 28th in Poughkeepsie Tapes. And if all goes according to plan, uh, we will be doing that episode or at least having a segment with uh, our boys, Carson and Matt from the Callous Dow Boys. Yes. Um, Great bands. Uh, their awesome album band. from last year popping up on many people's lists, including mine. Top 10 of the year. Yeah. Check it out if you have not. Yeah, that album, uh, Celebrity Therapist, is fucking tight. Um, real interesting sound, too, man. Very unique, in my what opinion. What do they call it? Like, math core? Math. Uh, definitely math definitely some math core. Yeah. It's cool as fuck. Um, so we're going to have them on. Big, huge movie buffs. Uh, we met them last year, and... Uh, they just started riddling off movies. Yeah, Car- yeah, yeah. The singer Carson. Oh yeah, he was going nuts. Carson was uh, yeah, it's going off. Yeah, so it it should be a good show, and I, and I think actually the Poughkeepsie tapes with them would be like kind of a fun having them watch that. That's such a weird fucking movie and time capsule. Yeah. So, so that's what's on our radar. Yeah. That's that's what we got coming up. Uh, what else? Anything else? Do we have no? good store will be up very soon we've got that coming so uh we will we will launch that very 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 soon uh and this time it's going to be easy i know i said that last time but this one's even going to be easier so um at least from my end and way more options color options size options different types of shirts because i know a lot of people don't like the slim fit versus like a regular fit 
women fit. It's all there this time around. So we will have that for y'all very soon. All the same designs that we had last time. And um, yeah, that's that. And uh, if you want to support us, head on over to, head on over to patreon.com slash I hate horror. You can now get uh, once the ads start rolling on these shows, which will be soon. Uh, that'll be an ad free experience on Patreon. Um, and then, of course, for the higher tier, you get the live shows and the bonus episodes and ADAT and the video version of everything and very cool stuff. Look at that. We're making content. We're content creators now. Yeah. Ten years in the making. Took us fucking eight years to figure out how to fucking do this. But we're here. We're fucking here. Um, so that's it, guys. Thank you all so much. Facebook.com slash I hate horror. I hate horror.com. Um, and Instagram at I hate horror. Joe, where can they find you? Instagram, Boognish1985. Thank you all so much, and thanks to Joe. And for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced.